chapter 5, quite an imagery that uh, Yermio, the prophet, is telling us. Wander the streets of Jerusalem. Walk around, walk yourself, and see now. Look, no, seek in its thoroughfares. If you find a single good man in Tim Tzuish, find a man. If there is a performer of justice, a seeker of faithfulness, someone that's seeking faith, God says, I will forgive all of Yerushalayim. But because everyone's liars, even if they say in the words of an oath, as the Lord lives, they will therefore be taking oaths falsely. In other words, even if they use the words false, uh, that they're swearing in God's name, it doesn't mean anything. Hashem, dear God, are your eyes that watch over the world not towards faithfulness? Don't you want people to be upright, faithful, strong? You smut them to bring them to change their ways. But they did not tremble. You annihilated them, but they refused to accept the chastisement. They hardened their faces more than a rock, and they refused to repent. Repent. And I said in defense of the people of Yerushalayim, they are poor. He's not only talking about financially, he's also talking about morally and intellectually. Therefore they acted foolishly, and they did not know the way of Hashem and what God wants them to do, the ordinances of their God. So let me leave those people who are stupid and foolish, I will go to the great ones. I will speak to them. Matters of rebuke. Ki yadu derech Hashem. Because they do know the way of Hashem. Mishpat elikeim. They know the way of their Lord, the ordinances of Hashem. Ach, however, together as one, they broke the yoke of heaven and they, strap, they snapped the restraints. It also refers to a story that happened, as we'll see in the book of Yermio, where they literally broke the yoke off his neck. He was walking around with a yoke on his neck. Alcain, therefore, a lion from the forest has smitten them. Obviously using imagery. A wolf of the deserts plundered them. A leopard lies in wait by their cities. And whoever leaves, whoever emerges, will be literally mauled, will be beaten and eaten. Because their sins are incredible, their transgressions are huge. And their deviances have intensified. Now he's using again, uh, he's talking in God's name. How can I forgive you for this? Your children forsook me and took oaths by false gods or non-gods. I filled them with all types of blessings, but they committed adultery. They use their wealth for immorality. They congregate at the harlot's house. They have become like horses in heat, rising early, each nays to his neighbor's wife. <laughs> Using the imagery of horses for that uh, immorality. <laughs> will I not punish them? Will I not reckon with them, says God? And will my soul not be avenged on a nation like this? It's actually... Heartbreaking to read, obviously, like, you know, what God is saying about this, but also like the imagery of, of the decay of the nation. Alu seha. Nations enter within it and they destroy its walls. 
but do not engender or basically endanger annihilation. They remove its large offshoots as they are not the Lord's. In other words, the wild branches that extend beyond the boundaries. They, they, they're killing. For the house of the Israel and the house of Yehuda have betrayed me, so says Hashem. They have denied and ignored the Lord. They said, we will not heed him for we believe he's not present and nothing wrong will ever befall us. We will never see sword or famine. The prophets are like the wind. Basically, he's talking without substance. Sounds like some rabbis I know. The word is not with them, so let it be done to them. In other words, they're saying meaningless stuff. Nobody's actually uh, connecting and, and transforming and impacting. Therefore, so says Hashem, Lord of hosts, due to you speaking this manner, which is respecting God and his laws, behold, I am rendering my words in Yermiyahu's mouth, in your mouth, he's talking to God, I mean, he's talking to Yermiyahu, he's talking in second person, I'm turning the words in your mouth into fire, le'esh, and this people will be like wood, and the fire of prophecy, v'achalosam, will consume them. Behold, I'm bringing a nation upon you from a distance, house of Israel, says Hashem. It is not a small people from a far-flung corner of the world, but a resolute nation, an ancient nation, a foreign nation whose language you do not know and whose sayings you do not understand. Its quiver is like an open grave. It basically has an endless amount of arsenal, and their soldiers are all mighty. They will consume your reaping and your bread. They will consume your sons and daughters. The enemy will consume your flock and your herds, your vines and your fig trees. It will impoverish your fortified cities upon which you relied with the sword. But still, God says, in that harsh time, even in those very hard days, so says the Lord, I will never allow a total annihilation. There will always be Jews who survive. It shall be when you will say, because of what did Hashem do these acts, you'll ask. Right? What's God doing to us? You, the prophet, will tell them, because you left me and you served false gods, so too you will serve false people. Basically, people who are foreigners in your land, in a land that's not yours. Chapter, uh, verse 21. Hear this, please. Sorry, tell this in the house of Jacob and proclaim this in the house of Yehuda. Hear this, please, foolish people who are without a heart. Basically, they have no understanding. In the, in the Torah, in the, in the Tanakh, the heart rather than the mind is considered the seed of wisdom. Right? EQ versus IQ. You could be very smart in your brain and be a total fool, a total idiot. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Will you not fear me, says Hashem? Will you not tremble before me? I am the one who set sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal statute, and the sea will not cross it. Basically, I create boundaries. The sea doesn't go past the beach. The sea waves rage, but they do not prevail over the sand. Its waves roar, but they will not cross it. Now, the raging sea is contained, 
But to this people, there was a defiant and rebellious heart. Although they saw Hashem's power, they turned away and they wandered in a direction they wanted to go. They did not say in their heart, let us now fear Hashem our God, who gives rain. He gives the early rain, the late rain, and at its appointed time, he will maintain for us the set weeks of the harvest, they'll come at the appropriate time. He didn't think of that. Your iniquities have diverted the, the knowledge and understanding from you, and your sins have withheld good from you. Because amongst my people, Rishaim are a wicked people that can be found. And the wicked man lies in wait like a setter of traps. So too the wicked set an ambush to capture people. Like a cage full of captured birds, so their house of the, of the wicked are full of falsehood and deceit. And therefore they have become rich and great. Shamnu they have grown fat and become sleek. They have transgressed in their evil ways. They have not performed judgment. They have not taken care of the orphan, but they succeeded nevertheless as they had not adjudicated the trial of the indigent, of the poor. In other words, the, 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 the system of justice does not take care of people who actually need it. <clears throat> Will I not hold you people accountable for this kind of behavior? So says the Lord. Will my soul not avenge a nation like this? An astonishment and a scandal has come to the land. The prophets prophesied falsehood and the priests have dominated through them. And my people, the common folk, they like it. This collusion between false prophets and false priests. But what will you do at its conclusion when this whole fanciful reality, this baloney, falls apart in your, in, your, in your front of your eyes? Where will you turn to then?